Um, uh, I just was reminded that the first time I met this family was 15 years ago. 15 Fif years ago. 15 years ago. So, yep. Dana, nice to see you again. Nice to see you too. Hey, Cameron, how are you? Good. Okay, and sister? Yes. Okay, your microphone isn't on. There you go. There we go. All right. So uh, where do we even want to start here with Cameron? I mean, uh, Cameron, I think you weren't even born the last time I talked to mom. Yeah. No, right? So what's going on? Uh, so Emma's 20 now, but we... 20? I know, yep. which is crazy. All when on did that happen? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, my goodness gracious. Just flashes by really quickly <laughs> <laughs> but way back then um so our our journey started i guess uh it would be about 16 years ago so 16 years ago we had a daughter named sophia and she passed away when she was three days old and we found out that she had a genetic disorder called mcad mm. um and then six months later emma fell really really ill at christmas time and that's when we found out that she also had this uh, rare disease that caused her to um, to almost die several times, and it and over the years it just has continued to cause havoc on her on her system. And then um, when Emma was ten, she was diagnosed with something called complex one mitochondrial disorder, which is a muscle degenerative disease. So she was a competitive dancer, and now she's in a wheelchair lots of the time. Okay. So she kind of went from competitive dancing to now she's a wheelchair curler. So that's all right. That's how you that's how you do it, I guess, in our family. Um, and then Cameron came into our lives 13 years yeah. ago, and he was born early. And so he had quite a stay at the NICU, um, at the Royal Alec, which is actually a part of the story, mm -hmm. and lots of people don't yep. know that. And um, we were elated to find out that he did not have MCAD because, of course, it is... They can test for that, right? They can. And, yes. and because uh, my husband and I, Richard, were, were carriers, we were so elated to find out that he didn't have that... But our journey just kind of continued after the NICU when he started not making his milestones mm. and we noticed that there were just things that were, were off, you know, already being a parent, you kind of yep. know how things go. And um, so when he was about a year old, he had an MRI and they found out that he had a tethered spinal cord. So his spinal cord was attached to a whole bunch of bone and nerves at the back of his spine. So he underwent a very, very long surgery mm. when he was 15 months old. And when he had that surgery, they found he also had a spina bifida that they had not okay. realized at the time. Yeah. So after he kind of had that all fixed up, I guess, there were some pretty big complications. He, um, he wasn't able to walk and, and things like that. And they were like, you know what, there's just, there's something more going on here. Mm. So he was tested, and it turns out that he has a type of muscular dystrophy. Okay. Okay. So he, uh, he too, also is uh, in a wheelchair the majority of the time, but he is um, full of life and full of life and love and smiles and giggles and. Yeah, well, both both of them are. But yeah. both of them are, right? They are. They yeah. are. Emma, bring that microphone closer to your to your face there. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, Okay, so so Cameron, Cameron, um, that wheelchair that that doesn't slow you down. You're busy. You're playing wheelchair basketball. You're playing sledge hockey. I also played the guitar. 
You play the guitar. Yeah. What, what is your favorite song to play on the guitar? Story of My Life from One Direction. Oh, wow. Wow. How long have you been playing guitar for? A year and a half. Yeah? Okay. All right. How's the sledge hockey coming along as well? Oh, dead. Yeah, pretty good. And what about the basketball? I wasn't. I was never a very good basketball player, Cameron. I was. Oh, I'm really good. You're really good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Emma, and what about you? So I know. I saw you're using your walker. Yes. You're using a walker. Um, you know, I. You love to dance? I do. I can't dance anymore, but I did find another passion, which is wheelchair curling, which is awesome. Wheelchair curling, fantastic. Yeah. Okay, how tricky is that on the ice, though? Well, we don't have sweepers, so we have to use all of our upper body <laughs> muscles to try and get it down the ice. Yeah. Um, well, good for you, Mom, Dad. Like, I mean, you, you you just keep on going, right? You just you just keep on going. We do. I mean, and and you know, our story is not the only one here. There yeah. are so many, but you know, as as tragic as as these stories are and and even I guess even ours is right. Like both of the kids have chronic pain and. Cameron is actually undergoing a surgery this year that mm -hmm. is a pretty massive surgery and um, there's a chance that he'll never be able to wait there again mm -hmm. and, and he said to the yep. surgeon, I don't care if it means that I might not be in as much pain that <laughs> I, I want to go through with it, right? So when you hear things like that, it's it's heartbreaking, but it's the fact that, that this hospital is here and able to, to, they've given our kids lives that yeah. I don't think that they would have had had we been in other places. Um, well, yeah, so can, can you imagine if if you weren't here, if you didn't have the stallery to, 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 to help guide your family through all of this? I can't. I mean, our... Um, our children have there's there's nothing worse than watching somebody do CPR and intubate your child and 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 I've watched that and they've coded so many times and and these people have brought them literally back to life and it just the the outpouring of things that they give to you as a family and the way that they that they make you feel loved when you're in your darkest hours it's and, and Dana, crazy. and that's the one thing, and, you know, there, there's always so much focus on, on the kids, right? Yeah. When we talk, there's always so much focus on the kids, but it's not just the kids that's being, that are, that are being taken care of. Right. It's, it's, it's you, it's your husband, it's the entire family. And, and that is so incredibly important. It is so important. You know, um, I, I remember when I was a kid and, and I had my appendix out and, <laughs> you know, I, I was in the hospital for almost a month and my parents were allowed to come, you know, from two in the afternoon till seven o'clock at night and that was it. There was no fun. I was rooming with, I, at the time I thought an elderly person, but they were my age <laughs> now, but, you know, because that's what happens when yeah. you're five. But, you know, there was a TV room and that was it. There was nothing. There was no child life. There was no beach. There was no... There was no nurses that came in on their breaks to talk to you because they saw that you were on their ward. And the fact is, is that both of these children have spent hundreds upon hundreds of days in the hospital. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Over I their mean, lives. Cameron has had more than 60 surgeries and Emma has, I think, had close to 40. And, and so when you think about that and the amount of hospitalizations and the amount of days and nights that we've spent by their bedside and and you really get to know yeah. the the clinicians and the doctors and the nurses and the OTs and the PTs and all of these people. So Emma, what do you what do you think when when you think about the Stollery Hospital? When you think about how you've been cared here? What you what goes through your mind? Like what would you, you, do you ever get a chance to 
say thanks and to the doctors and nurses like well when i transitioned out of uh, pediatrics i thanked all my doctors and nurses they helped me out through all these years and I think the biggest thank you that I can give them is I want to become a child life specialist to help all those kids like me. So, ah, oh, why? And you tell me about that. You know, the child life specialist that was in your world obviously had a big impact on you. Yeah, they um, helped me throughout my journey. Um, they came to bedside if you were not able to come out of your um, hospital bed, um, and. You know, they just helped you out. They even helped the entire family and to make your stay a bit better and to make you feel safe. Yeah, uh, I can see just, you know, how, how emotional and how powerful that is for you. So thank you. Uh, and, and, and Cameron, you know, when, when you're here, you're here lots. Well, you're, you're here lots. I mean, do you, do you get worried when you have to come here? Do you get scared? How do they, how do the doctors and nurses and everyone make you feel better? They kind of cheer me up, and um, they go through steps and all that, so yeah. Good for you, good for you. Mom, what have you learned from your children? Oh my goodness. Through all of this, <laughs> oh. to live every day to your fullest, because you never know what's going to happen tomorrow, and you never know mm -hmm. if there is going to be a tomorrow, and so... All I can say is you have to, you literally have to live every day like it's your last. And, and I know that people say that all the time, mm -hmm. but it, there are times, I mean, I have all of these pictures after surgeries and after horrible, horrible news and my kids are smiling and mm -hmm. I'm like, I, I can't, you know, I am up every single night with Cameron because he's in so much pain but yet he still gets up every single day and goes to school and he goes and he plays these sports and he you know he wants to be involved in life he doesn't just lie in bed yeah. every day yeah. right like he's you know I think as an adult that's probably what we're all kind of you know what we would all think to do right but like oh I've got a bad bad my sore my back is sore today I better stay home right like right. <laughs> whereas these kids are like no what are you talking about right like I you know even Emma when she was young Younger, right like she keeping up with her friends and stuff and you'd be like oh but Emma like tomorrow you might not be able to walk and she was mm -hmm. like I don't care it's worth it because it's right now it's this today. is my life I just want to live it it's today Oh, wow. Well, it is so amazing to see you again. I didn't even realize that. And you said, what? Uh, and I was just so, so wonderful to see you again, Emma. You and too. I can't wait to hear the day when you've graduated and you've gone on to become a child life uh, specialist. Good yes. for you. Good Thank for you. you. Keep being awesome. Cameron, I hope that that next surgery for you gives you some relief. And I want to thank you for sharing your story with us today. It's so nice to see you. Thanks. Continue to have fun playing hockey and, and, and basketball. Yeah, I will. Yeah, and mom, dad, thank you so much. Um, Thanks. You know, I know it's it's not easy to come here and, uh, you know, go through all of this, you know, on an ongoing basis, but you telling your family story and sharing your stories and, and, and sharing the strength of your children really, I think, um, brings home what it is that happens here on a daily basis. I just always hope that, you know, if perhaps just one person heard our story and found some kind of strength to get through the day, that's that's all I hope for, uh -huh. right? Is to hopefully that people can find hope because some days, in the darkest days, it's really hard to find hope. It is, mm -hmm. um, it is, but uh, boy, oh boy.
Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the Great White North and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.